Hey there, Ravens flock. Welcome back to Baltimore Talk, the weekly podcast giving you a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Probst, and I'll be bringing you everything you missed, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday afternoon against Indianapolis Colts, we all saw that game. We all know how that game ends. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you, I'm kind of over it already. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, that, that, that game, I swear, that one really, that one had me on the edge of my seat, pushing my buttons just too far, too much, I swear. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm in a few fan pages, a few Facebook groups, you know, for the Ravens, as a lot of fans and such are, and... I saw this one question on one of the posts. It was, how long are you guys going to be upset about this loss? And my answer was, till tomorrow night after I deliver my podcast, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. So honestly, guys, once we get through this whole episode and everything, I'm going to be over it. I'm going to be over it, and I'm going to be ready for Sunday. I'm going to be ready for the next one. (laughs) It was only week three. It's early in the season. Yes, would have been nice to... Go three and out, but oh well, it it happens. And yes, the way it happened was certified garbage, but it is it is what it is. Let's let's keep it a hundred here, ladies and gentlemen. It's whatever. It it was one game. I mean, hell, it could be worse. It could have been Miami and Denver, because I know this is Baltimore talk, but ladies and gentlemen, we I'll put this little anecdote of, damn, it could have been worse. Like, I know we had some garbage happen, but yeah. anyway, now that we got something from around the league out of the way, our game, goodness, I don't even, I don't even know where to go or what to say about this one. Like, this, this was just disrespectful. Like, we might have been home at M&T Bank Stadium in our own house, but we clearly know these refs weren't from Baltimore because, come on, guys. We all saw the face mask. We all saw the obvious uh, pass interference. So, it, it, it is what it is at this point. Like, again, I'm not happy that we, I, I'll say, I'm not happy we lost the game, but... That we, we did contribute factors to our own demise. But I will say that the two obviously missed penalties at the end is what killed us the most. But I'm jumping way ahead because we got to kick this thing off right. And I'm going to say another thing that contributed to us catching an L. Half of our starting lineup and roster was injured and out yesterday. Like Odell, uh, Marlon Humphrey, Mar- uh Marcus, Marcus Peters? Mar- am I am I tripping? Not Marcus Peters. Um, Adolfe Owe, uh, Justice Hill, Dobbins, like Rashad Bateman. Half of our offense, like seven, yes, Indianapolis's quarterback, their starting rookie quarterback was hurt and out on concussion protocol, but seven of our starting lineup that puts up points every week, every game was out yesterday. Like, I will say, our defense, specifically one player, was on fire yesterday. But our offense, 
could not make things happen. They did get some things done, I will say, but it was uh, it was a little difficult to watch. I'm not going to lie to you guys. However, we'll get through all of that. We'll get into it as we get started right here, right now, starting right at the top of the game with the coin toss, which we did win and chose to defer like I say we should, like we always do, because it's smarter to do it that way. It's smarter because as the game was, was going, you never know how that first half is going to go and you need to know what if you don't know how it's going to go and you go in the locker room going after or going for halftime before the third quarter and you need to make some locker room adjustments which we did then it's better to defer so you get to get ball at the start of the second half which was a smart thing so moving on to us here starting with first and 10 for Indianapolis they got a first and 10 with a run gain of 20 First and 10 again, they only gained two. So now on second and eight, it was an incomplete pass. So on third and eight, Kyle Hamilton, number 14, number one of the day is this. He goes ham yesterday. He got a sack on the quarterback. So that was amazing. I will say this. I'm automatically going to say it right off rip, right at the top of the game. Kyle Hamilton gets MVP of yesterday. He got MVP of that game. And I'm going to highlight it later and later, but and I'll say it at the very end, but I will say overall, Kyle Hamilton gets MVP. Hands down, no hesitation, no issue, no nothing. Kyle Hamilton is MVP of week three yesterday. But fourth and 18, the Colts do have to punt. So now on our first possession, first and 10, Lamar kept it for first down with himself. Then we throw to our man Mark Andrews for only four. Now on second and six, Gus Edwards, he goes for it with the handoff with no gain. So now our boy Zay Flowers on third and six, he catches the pass for the first. Now on first and ten, we only get a gain of two. Second and eight, Lamar kept it for himself again for the first. Now on first and ten, we only get a gain of four. And I was wrong about this one. On second and six, Rashad Bateman gets the catch. So I was wrong. It wasn't Rashad Bateman, even though I thought he, I, I might have. I might have. Wrote the wrong name, but as I felt, I really feel like Rashad Bateman was out yesterday. I I might be crazy. It's it, it's it's be, it was a crazy game. My my memory. I'm trying to wipe it. I'm trying to wipe that horrendousness from my mind. I know it's gonna stick with the with our uh, score and what our record is, but I, I'm trying to forget it already. Like I said, I'm already ready for it's. It's done. It's over with. Time to move on. Get ready for the next one. But now, on first and 10, Lamar was almost sacked, but he ended up running away and getting it for only a gain of one. Now on second and nine, it was a deep pass to Isaiah Likely for the first. So now on first and 10, Gus Edwards gains six, or gains four. Now on second and six, Lamar, he ends up shaking a defender. He shook, took it himself, shook him, hit him with the starter step. Then he dove into the end zone for the touchdown, putting us up 7 nothing with 6.35 left in the first quarter. So first points up on the board, Lamar Jackson, our guy. Let's keep it going. First and 10 back on Colts' side. They only get a gain of five. Now on second and five, they get a gain of four. Third and one, they end up converting. First and 10, they get a gain of three. Second and seven, the ball is bobbled and then dropped. It was tipped. We almost had it, but it was bobbled and we, it ended up hitting the ground. So now on third and seven, Kyle Hamilton again, his second sack of the day. And he was, oh, like, I, like I said, 
Hamilton getting his second sack of the day. Boy was on fire. Now on fourth and 18, Colts do have to punt this one away. So first and 10, Gus, he gets a nice run and a nice gain of nine. Mark Andrews again on second one. He gets a big catch all the way past midfield. Very nice one here. So that gets us the first. Now on first and 10, Kenyon Drake had a huge 32-yard run, and he ended up fumbling it. And it ended up getting turned over. And I know everybody was roasting him, saying in the comments, and saying about, oh, this is why we got rid of him. This is why we traded him. Blah, 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 blah. But it was raining really hard in Baltimore yesterday. Like, wet ball, wet gloves, wet hands. And yes, most of the people took their gloves off and whatever, but it was still raining. The ball was still wet. So, and if you saw it, he literally stripped it right out of his hands. And if it's a... And me being an ex-football player myself, not professionally, but playing for high school, my whole, literally college my whole life, if it's coming down hard and you're holding that ball, one good hit, one good strip, and that ball is coming out. Believe me. So, yes, I'm mad that we had a great run and a great go with that and ended up getting fumbled and turned over. But on the same side, opposite side of the coin, I understand and yeah, I was mad about it in the moment, but then stepping back and like, damn, it's raining. It's really, yes, it sucks, but it's not that big of a deal. It's really not as big of a deal as people were really making it out to be. Again, I would have liked to see us keep that 32-yard run from him because that was crazy. But again, it's whatever at this point. So now, now that the Colts have the ball back, First and 10, they get a gain of three. Second and seven, they convert on downs. So first and 10, they throw an incomplete pass. Second and 10, they only gain three here. And then on third and seven, they convert the first down. And that's what ends us the first quarter. Still up 7 nothing. So going to their side, keeping it going for the second quarter, starting it off here. First and 10, they get a loss of one. Second and 11, no gain again. Third and 11, gain of four. Now fourth and seven, they decide to punt the ball away. So back with us here, first and 10, only a gain of two. Second and eight, we end up getting four yards. So now on third and four, Lamar ended up getting sacked, fumbled it, and Indianapolis recovered it. So now in two of our possessions, two drives, we fumble and turn it over. And again, it was raining. The ball was wet. And he, in, the, in this one, yeah, it, again, it sucks that he fumbled it and couldn't recover it. But when they, so they knocked it out of his hand. Like he get, was going to cock back to throw it and it slipped out of his hand. Like he was about to pump it to literally d- throw a dime and it fell right out of his hands. And again, it sucks. I understand. It sucks heavily but it was raining it's whatever so now on uh first and 10 for in uh indianapolis wow my brain just stuttered on first and 10 for indianapolis they throw a deep 23 yard pass for the first down now on first and 10 they only get a gain of two second and eight they get a gain of seven Third and one, they convert on down. So now first and 10 again, they gain nine. Second and one, they convert. First and 10, gain of five. Second and five, gain of two. They were in, and we were in man coverage here. So 
We were actually held that one decently. So now on third and three, they end up getting a touchdown, tying it up seven or all across the board with 6.07 left in the first half. So now, first and 10 on our, on us, Lamar with the ball, knocked out of his hands, fumbled, recovered by, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to say Indianapolis as I want to say Indianapolis, but I also want to say the Colts. And my mouth is so tempted for some reason to say Cincinnati. And I just could not tell you why. Like, I know we didn't play Cincinnati, but my mouth is just trying to say Cincinnati. But it is what it is. But, yeah, um, we, we fumbled it in two possessions. Or technically, three possessions back to back to back. I know it's called a hat trick, but that's not the hat trick we want. That is definitely not the type of hat trick that we want, respectfully. So now on first and 10 for Indianapolis, again, they get a gain of two. Now on second and eight, they gain seven. Third and one, they convert on downs. First and goal, they gain one. Second and goal, loss of three. Third and goal, our boy Geno Stone on the coverage ends up getting a, ends up help breaking up that pass, keeping it from getting complete. And this is where we take our first time out of the half. In this one here, I know they said Geno Stone did get injured. I believe, I think it was either this play or a different one. But I know he did get injured a little bit. Now on fourth and goal, there was a flag for a delay of game. And once they end up eating that penalty, they end up kicking a field goal, making it 10-7 Indianapolis up on top. With 326 left in the first half here. So now on first and 10, Lamar kept it himself for a gain of five. Now on second and five, Kenyon Drake, he ends up taking it. And unfortunately, there was no gain, but at least he didn't fumble this one. <laughs> and originally, it threw up a flag, but then they said that there was actually no penalty. So all good there. And this one here, third and five, our center. I, does, did he know the snap count? Because I don't think he knew the snap count. Because our man, Lamar wasn't even set. Wasn't even ready. Didn't even give a cadence. And our center just hiked it. Just hiked the ball. And aside from the fact it was low, it caught everybody, especially Lamar, all the way off guard. So, that, that I, don't, I don't even know what to say about that one. That one was just complete and utter, I don't want to say stupidity because saying that is rude. But, like, that was just... That was just a bad decision. Like, that was just an obviously bad decision, a bad play call on the center, which who shouldn't be making play calls at all. However, it puts us now at 4th and 15, so we have to punt the ball away. Now, on 1st and 10 for Indianapolis, they get a gain of 3. Right after that, we take our second timeout of the first half. So now on 3rd and 2nd and 7, they get a gain of 6. On 3rd and 1, they end up converting on downs. So now on 1st and 10, they hit an incomplete pass. 2nd and 10, they end up getting a false start. So that backed them up a couple yards. Good for us, somewhat. Now on 2nd and 15, they get a gain of 6. 3rd and 9, Kyle Hamilton again. This time for his 3rd sack. This one here, though, he ended up forcing a fumble. And it was almost recovered by 3 of us. And I mean... Three of us. There were three of us. The Colts try to get it. Three of us go for it. All of us miss, and somehow they still manage to recover and get that ball back. I don't understand how the heck that is possible. Like, there were three of our defenders to one of them, and he still ended up getting it over us. 
But whatever. So now on 4th and 24, they have to punt the ball away. Gus Edwards, 1st and 10, ends up getting a big 20-yard gain here. But that's what ended, that's what ended our first half of us being down 10-7 going into halftime. And thankfully, we got the ball at the start of the second half because my halftime thoughts, I did write this here because he got three already just in the first half alone. He will get one more on sacks. But Kyle Hamilton, like I said already, MVP. No hesitation. Our boy is the MVP. This man absolutely went nuts. Like, in, in... I'm going to paint the picture. You have our defensive line. You have their offensive line. He was, and he is a free safety. So he was just coming right off the edge, off the blindside edge on the quarterback, just took him out every single time. And they even said it's like every time he kept coming was off the edge. He was setting himself right there and just straight beelined it for him. And so Kyle Hamilton right off rip. That's my first halftime thought. Gets the MVP. But my biggest one, my biggest pet peeve that I wrote in all caps, stop fumbling the ball. Stop fumbling the ball. Like, again, yes, it's raining. Yes, the ball is wet. But we took the gloves off so it didn't slip through the gloves, so it didn't slip through the hands. Tight death grip the thing if you have to. But stop with the fumbles. There were three fumbles back to back to back. Again, a hat trick. And I don't understand how. I or technically, yeah, three fumbles. One of them wasn't a fumble. It was just an early snap that we ended up recovering. But still, three fumbles back to back to back. All recovered by Indianapolis. Now on, for, and this one was for our defense. Even though Kyle Hamilton was doing great in getting those sacks, we still needed, for our defense, the rest of us, stay in coverage. Whether it's zone, man, blitz, whatever. Stay in coverage because we were giving them up way too many yards when we could have just prevented that. Again, yes, Kyle Hamilton was pulling heavy weight yesterday, but we he's one of many stars on that defensive squad. And... We need to learn to stay in coverage better because our defense yesterday, like, yes, it can be carried on the back of one man because we have, and that even that too, before I even explain that a little more, some of our defense, Adolfe Owe, like I said, uh, David Ojabo, uh, not Patrick Queen because he was, Marcus Peters, like, some of our heavy hitters for defense weren't on there yesterday, but some of our other heavy hitters were. Again, Kyle Hamilton being the example, we need to stay in coverage because we were just giving up way too many yards. And, oh, gosh, goodness gracious. Then the snap count for that one play off the center. Again, it was a very low snap. And then he just snapped it before anybody was set and before anybody was ready. Like, like nobody was noticed and paying attention. Like, man, what are you doing? And then protecting the ball. And this, again... This all rolls back to the stop with the fumbles. Tightly hold on to that ball. Yes, it was raining, but it did end up letting up enough to where it would have made us better. And hold your blocks because there's no reason why Lamar should have been sacked. Like, we can hold our blocks. Yes, on that play, I will say this one. He had more than enough time 
to, uh, to survey the defense because that's what ended up happening. He stood in the pocket longer than he usually does. This, he's usually in the pocket for six to eight seconds before he makes a decision to either throw it or run with it. He was in there for 13 seconds. And I, I don't want to... I don't want to say that was a bad thing. Well, yes, I will say that was a bad thing because that's way over his time limit of how good he usually does in the pocket. But we still need to hold our blocks and protect it, protect that better. And then, again, going with holding our blocks because the sack came in right off the edge just like Kyle Hamilton was doing to them. That's how they got us. And that's what we need to do is protect the edge more. Because it was a lot of our plays where they were getting to the backfield was coming straight off of there. They weren't coming from up the middle. They weren't coming from anywhere else but off that edge. Where And that's where we need to stay and what we need to protect more. But that's those are my halftime thoughts, my halftime rant here. So now we're getting into the third quarter. It's first and ten. Gus Edwards, our boy, he ends up taking it for three. Now on second and seven, Zay Flowers, gain of six. Third and one, Gus, he takes it to convert for the first down. So first and ten, we end up getting a false start flag. So it's first and 15 for Mark Gain and some three yards here. Then on second and 12, Lamar, again, kept it for himself. I'd say he was the second MVP, but nobody above Kyle Hamilton. He ended up going for 11. So now on third and one, Gus tries to get it. But he ends up getting taken down a little too soon in the backfield for a loss of two. So now on fourth and three, we have to punt the ball away. First and ten, we get a gain of one. Second and nine, the Colts convert. Or they got a gain of one. My apologies, my apologies. They got a gain of one. Then on second and nine is when they converted. First and ten, they gain five. Second and five, they gain two. Third and three, they throw an incomplete pass. And David Clown and Clowney, our boy Clowney, he had a great tackle on the QB. Yes, the QB threw it before he had the option to get him down, but like it was still a clean hit. Very clean here. So now on fourth and three, they end up going for the field goal. So now it's 13 to 7 with 833 in the third quarter already. First and ten, Zay gets a pass for four. Second and six, Lamar ends up having to dump it away because, again, this is one of those points where he just stayed in the pocket a little longer than he should have. Now, on third and six, it was an incomplete pass to Mark Andrews. Fourth and six, we end up having to punt it away. There was a holding flag on the Colts, but that penalty was declined. So, now, on first and ten, they end up getting a gain of three. Second and seven, they get a pass for four yards. Third and three, they convert on downs. Kyle Hamilton on first and 10. He ended up slapping that ball down, slapping that ball away. And that that one was absolutely beautiful. So now on second and 10, they throw a deep pass that was incomplete. Now on third and 10, they almost get sacked, but end up throwing an incomplete pass. So they end up going four and out, having to punt the ball away. First and 10, Lamar, he ends up keeping it for himself again for 13 this time. First and 10, our boy Zay Flowers gets a gain of four. Now on second and six, Zay Flowers again, gain of five. Third and one, Gus Edwards ends up taking it for the first. Then on first and 10 again, he ends up going for a four. Now on second and six, Melvin Gordon. Okay, so I have to say that number two MVP yesterday is a tie between Lamar and Melvin Gordon. Because our Melvin Gordon, man who doesn't get enough time in the spotlight and enough things dedicated to himself he was killing it i believe they said he was 33 yeah 33 i want to say is how old melvin gordon is 
you can, I can quote myself wrong later. Someone in the comments can quote me wrong later. However, this man was really hustling yesterday because on second and six, he ends up going for 15. Then on first and 10, he gets a nice screen pass and gets 11. Then on first and 10, we do end up hitting a loss of six. And then our boy back from last week's stunt, Nelson Agler on second and 12, gets an 11-yard gain. So now on third and one, Lamar again gives us our second TD of the day, putting us up to 14 to 13 with 13 seconds left in the third quarter. Now on first and 10, we get the Indianapolis Colts get a gain of 20, and that's what ends the third quarter. So I will say, third quarter, much, much, much better than the first half combined. Seriously, like much, much better. Like we, again... Halftime locker room conversations is where it happens and where it matters. So I will say that that is that is what just that that's what that's what does it for me, honestly. Now on first and ten, going into our fourth quarter, coming down to the wire here on first and ten, they get a, Indianapolis gets a gain of two, second and eight. They throw a pass for only two. Now on third and six, they convert on downs. First and ten, they gain five. Second and five was a loss of one for them. So now on third and six, they end up passing the ball, and that's dropped. So now on fourth and six, their field goal is good, for, and now putting it up to 16-14 to 14 with 11-22 left in the game. First and ten, Kenyon Drake, gain of seven. Second and three, Lamar kept it himself for the first. Again, Lamar tied. Tied for number two when it comes to MVP yesterday. Because, like I said, uh, Melvin Gordon. There we go. Melvin Gordon. Monster. But let's keep it rolling here. First and ten, Zay Flowers. He gets a pass for seven. Second and three, Lamar end up running for 16. First and 10, get a gain of two. Second and eight, we throw a low incomplete pass. This one here, it was definitely a low pass. And it could have been a little higher. I feel like Lamar didn't aim this one properly. So now on third and eight, Nelson Agler, he ends up getting it. But he this and this is where I said where it was raining, where it was wet. He ended up slipping and only gained six here. So now on fourth and two, Justin Tucker, field goal. Ends up get, putting us up to 17 to 16. And did I miss? I feel like I missed it. Uh, Actually, no, I didn't. I, I, wow. Was it really in the fourth? Huh. I, I, I know you're probably thinking, what the heck is he talking about? He sounds crazy right now. But I promise there's a method to my madness. Because Tucker's field goal is good. Now, first and 10. They end up gaining eight. Second and two. Colts convert. First and 10. Clowney again gets a big chase, and they only gain five because he really tracked these guys down. He's like a hunter. Now on second and five, there's a there was no gain here. So now on third and five, there's an incomplete pass. Fourth and five, Colts do have to punt the ball away. So now right here, and this this is where we had a problem where they said it. Gus Edwards might have had a possible concussion from a hit he took on that last series. And that, uh, that's a problem because that's another one of our starters and heavy hitters from offense 
down on and we we really can't afford to lose any more than we already have because we don't really have we don't really have too many uh more heavy hitters when it comes to our offense. First and ten, Lamar ends up getting uh run down for a loss of two. Second and twelve now, Melvin Gordon again, this time running for six. Lamar on third and six is almost sacked, but he gets the first. And then there was a holding flag on Indianapolis, so that really helped us out again. First and ten, Lamar kept it for himself. Only for three, though. This is where the Colts take their first time out of the half. Second and seven, Melvin Gordon runs for only two this time. Third and five, Lamar, he ends up getting taken down for a loss of four. Colts take their second time out. Fourth and nine, we do have to punt the ball away. So now putting Indianapolis back on the side. First and 10, incomplete pass for them. Second and 10, there's a false start on them as well. So they have to back it up a little bit. Now on second and 15, they're almost sacked, but it was an incomplete pass. Now on third and third down here, big safety here. Cause So let me explain this one here. The reason why I say that is because they got backed up from their penalties that much. Because when we punted the ball off, they called for a fair, they called for the catch, but we ended up dropping it at the one yard line. That's where they had to start off of this series was from the one yard line. So with the penalties that backed their quarterback up, who stepped out of the back of the end zone and back in, which is a safety call. So that gave us some free points. So this one here, now us up to 19 and them going to 16 will only. 203 left in the whole game. So we're up. We're up 19 to 16, right? Field goal, field goal, send, send it and done it. But mm, <laughs> we all know how that goes. So luckily, like though that that was good. It wasn't a we're behind close to the wire here. We're gonna have to do something crazy. This one actually had us going good. So once we end up getting those free points, now on first and 10, Melvin Gordon gains one, and that hits us at a two-minute warning. So you're thinking, all right, it's two-minute warning. We get the first. We at least got to run out the clock for a minute, maybe a minute and a half, maybe even 30 seconds. Get one down conversion. Done it, right? Right? That's all we need is just one first down or waste 30 seconds, and we're golden. You, you, you would think, you would think that's what we would do. On second and nine, Melvin Gordon gets a no gain here, and Indianapolis ends up taking their third and final timeout. We also have to take waste the timeout because there was miscommunication from the center or somebody, so we end up having to waste one of our timeouts. On third and nine now, Zay Flowers, he ends up getting only three, but there was a block in the back flag on us, so that pulled us back. Fourth and nine. Got a punt. Wow. Less than, le- less than two minutes. Could have been done. Now, first and 10, Indianapolis converts. First and 10, Indianapolis converts. First and 10, gain of seven. Second and three, gain something. Gain only one. Third and two, there was a false start on them. So now on third, or it was third and one because they actually gained two on the second and three. So... That's where they get third and one. Back it up five for the false start. So now third and six, incomplete. Fourth and six, they hit a field goal. And this man, 50, 54 yards, 53, 50 feet, 
53 yards. Three 53-yard field goals, one 54-yarder. And this is what ties up the game right at the very end. 57 seconds left. So, I know what you're thinking. All right, we'll hit the first down, get past midfield, have our boy Justin Tucker kick it, send it up, send it home, right? That's, that's what you would think. That's what you would expect per being a Baltimore fan, being a well-rounded individual and someone who just makes logical sense. Let's, uh, let's explore that option, shall we? First and 10, deep incomplete pass. Second and 10, Zay gets a nice gain of eight. Third and two, Agler gets the first. First and 10, Melvin Gordon. First down, us here taking our second time out. First and 10, Lamar had to get scramble, ends up getting sacked. That's awesome. Second and 20. The ball is tipped and incomplete. Love that. Now, third and 20. We get 19-yard pass here, and we take our third time out. Cool, whatever. Fourth and one. 61-yard field goal attempt on fourth and one. And we all know, and I know what everybody's thinking. Oh, Tucker's hit of 62-yarder last year or two years ago now, against Detroit. Whatever. He, he's done that before. He's hit at least 60. And like they were saying, he hit it in practice before the game. He was hitting 60-plus. Cool. Well, guess what's not cool, ladies and gentlemen? Because Justin Tucker missed it. And I, again, those Facebook groups I mentioned, everybody said, oh, it's Justin Tucker. He don't miss. And if... Uh, they were shocked. Everybody was shocked that he missed. If he's 50 yards and less, I, I know. Uh, I, again, I know what you're thinking. And I apologize for my sporadic and random pause, stop kind of thought process. But you think, <sighs> yes, I know he's done it. Yes, I know he can hit 60 or more. But. It missed, all right? Whatever. First and 10, Indianapolis throws it into the ground. We're going to overtime, folks. And it would have been cool for us to, you know, win an overtime. Coin toss. Indianapolis gets the ball. First and 10, Roquan Smith and Clowney, they get the tackle. First, uh, Second and 12, gain of six. Third and six, it was a deep incomplete Way over the defender's head. So now on fourth and six, Colts punt. Devin Duvernay got a stellar return. A stellar one. So now on first and ten, Melvin Gordon runs for four. Second and six, Gordon no gain. Zay Flowers on third and six is incomplete. Fourth and six, Ravens punt. Awesome. Four and out right there on our first chance. I know. I'm sorry that I'm running through this fast because I, uh, I'm still okay. Maybe I'm not 100% over it. Maybe not 100%. At least 70% over it now. First and ten for Indianapolis is a loss of nothing. I thought it was, but they ended up not losing anything. So on second and ten, they got a 20-yard pass. Geno Stone 
this is where I, he ended up getting hurt right here. I knew it was, I couldn't remember if it was the one that I had said or this one here. So I'm glad I did write it down that this is where he got hurt. First and 10, gain of one. Second and nine, gain of seven. Third and two, they got stuffed at the line. So on fourth and two, it was a loss of two with 410 left in OT. So now on first and 10, it was an incomplete pass to Kenyon Drake. Second and 10, Mark got seven. Third and three was an incomplete pass to Isaiah. On fourth and three, we took a timeout. It was an incomplete pass to, and this, this right here, this is where the whole Ravens community went up in arms yesterday. So, Evan, I know everybody out there knows exactly, knows exactly, exactly, exactly what play I'm talking about. Exactly which one to the letter. You know exactly. It, y'all, y'all already know. He was lined up on the outside. He ran a five, a five and in, a ten and in, and for some miraculous, inexplicable reason, that he was hooked by the Colts defender and cut, cut off, like literally hooked him and pull, pretty much pulled him down before he could even get to the before anything. But there was no pass interference flag. There was not a flag thrown. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. You all saw everybody. And everybody was saying, like I said, in those Facebook groups I was talking about, that, oh, you can't blame the refs. We messed up way before that. Yes, I know we messed up with the fumbles and everything. But that was an obvious pass interference flag. What is it, in overtime that flags just go out the window? Nobody cares? How are you going to tell me that? You can't tell me that. I, I was I was dumbfounded. I was upset. I was angry, just like everybody else in the Ravens flock community. I know everybody out there is saltier than a than some airline peanuts over that. Saltier than airline peanuts over that. And yeah, I'm trademarking that. Trademarking that now. Saltier than airline peanuts. Anthony Probst said it here first on Baltimore Talk. <laughs> but we all know that that one was messed up. Straight garbage. So, first and 10, Indianapolis. They convert. First and 10, they gain two. Two minute warning. First and 10, or second and eight, gain of three. Third and five, gain of one. We take another timeout. Fourth and four, another field goal. 22 19 ends it. Baltimore loses. And who else is mad? Who else is upset? Show of hands? I know you can't see my hand right now, but my hand is up. I'm mad. I know everybody else out there is mad. I know you're all mad. But, and these are my final thoughts. We got cheated out of that game. We got cheated out of that game. Everybody knows we got, like, that was garbage. That was straight garbage. There, it was the obvious call, and we got cheated, we got cheated out of the game. Um. It's it's that's my very first big one, my first one. Then my next one here, what I my final thoughts: holding onto the ball for way too long in the pocket. Like I said, six to eight seconds is Lamar's sweet spot. Anything more than that, we got problems. There is a chance for an obvious sack, or he's gonna end up throwing an interception, or it's gonna be incomplete. We've seen it. We've done the math. We know what's going to happen. <sighs> And again, throw high. I know it was just one play, but that one really stuck with me. The fact that he just completely fumbled that one. 
on the past. This one was literally, it was at his knees. It was at his knees, his shins. Like, I don't understand how he missed it. Next, we, we needed to run more. Yes, our run game was getting better, but when it counted, we were passing too much. We were passing way too much. Now, and again, the fumbles, they need to stop immediately. And again, like I said, it was wet. It was raining. Blase, blase, whole lot of, whole lot of. But the fumbles, it's, it's dead, it's done, it needs to be done and over with now. Because if we continue that up before it's too late, we're not seeing postseason. We're not. Because fumbles are going to be our downfall. And, and then I, I love him. Yes, I love rookies. I love one to see what they can do, for sure. But Zay Flowers was not the answer in that moment, in that instant. He was not, like Lamar was not connecting with him. There were certain plays where, yes, he was aiming for Zay Flowers. However, Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, somebody else would have been a better choice because we were not connecting with Zay like we could have been and like we should have been. And... My last one here, the, the simple, simple, uh, obvious one, our starters were out. A lot of our starters were out. Like, I, that's, that's, that's all I really got to say about that, honestly. I, I'm not going to even, like, half our, half our starting offensive roster was hurt. Like, what, what, do you, what more do you want me to say? I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I'm over it. It's yes, the loss sucked. Yes, the obvious penalties being missed sucked. Yes, fumbling three three times in a row sucked. But it's over already. It's Monday night. It's already been 24 hours since the game's been over. Listen, Ravens flock, Baltimore talk fans. Just we gotta. It's. Move past it, yeah. We dealt with it all yet last night, all today, but it's time to move on. It's time to look ahead, time to look forward to what we got coming up. And I'm already looking forward to what we got coming up because Sunday we are on back on the road again playing Cleveland Browns at 1 o'clock at their home stadium. But, ladies and gentlemen, there is a silver lining in all this because next week... On Monday, you're going to see me live and in person, in color. And I don't just mean my Instagram live stream. This time, not only will you hear this on RSS.com and Spotify, but on my YouTube channel, on the Baltimore Talk YouTube channel, you will see the full-on recorded version of it live behind the camera with an intro, an outro, everything. Like this is ESPN Sports Center. Good morning, football of it. I'm bringing it to you the proper way. And going forward from now on, well, I'm not going to make that la- the, that big of a promise. But at least starting next week, we're going to be getting going to be getting more live and getting this on camera and doing this the proper way. That's how we're going to start doing Baltimore talk. Because my dream, my goal is to make it to ESPN Sports Center, Good Morning Football, NFL Network, all of that. 
and it's starting here. And I told you guys last year when we would be coming back for some season two action like we are right now, there will be some changes. And this is the change I promised last week. And it's coming up to you next week. Like I said, we're back on the road. One o'clock on Sunday against Cleveland in their own stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of Baltimore Talk. I have been your host, Anthony Propes. I will see you all in the next one. Goodbye.